Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Welcome to the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster with me as always is Brother Bishki. How's it going? We got Brother Lucas in the back. Good evening, LodgeCasters. And tonight we have a wondrous guest, the love of my life, Lodge Mistress Millie. Happy to be here. <laughs> it's a good thing we have you on tonight, too, because the film is The Turning. Mm. The mm. Turning, starring the one and only... Mackenzie Davis, which mm. is not so one and only because she is effectively your doppelganger. The AKA Lodge Mistress doppelganger. Yeah, it it's uncanny. Freaks me the fuck out. I can't it's, wait. It's amazing. It's a single white female type of scenario or like a stand in stunt double, like Once Upon a Time and It's Hollywood. something. We got to get like, these two together. Seriously. Mm. It's, 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 it's like the scene in Time Cop where they're like, don't touch me. Like, stay away from me. It's the, it's the key master and gatekeeper, but like double key master, double gatekeeper scenario. We got to get them together and see what happens so they can wreak havoc on this town. Hell yes. Does anybody know anything about this film other than potentially reviews or Rotten Tomato scores? Um, yeah, I, I looked at a little background. It's a director's a music video director. I forget mm. her name now. A woman, but she did like um, hmm. the Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson. Oh wow! Oh wow! And legendary. She, and um, I guess she did the movie The Runaways with uh, one of the Fannings. I think. Oh yeah, um, but and Kristen but, Stewart. Yeah. Um, Michael Shannon, yeah. It's based loosely on The Turn of the Screw by Henry James, which I've read a long time ago. Uh, that's what I was going to ask. Because <laughs> which has now become that's the That's what turning. I thought it was, but <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not familiar with the source material, so I was like, Maybe I they couldn't know. call it The Turn because there's a show, a TV show called Turn. There's been a lot of adaptations of that book. That's true. Turn. Yeah. Turned. Why didn't they call it the turning? <laughs> the turn. Like just it's it's fucking the tail end like of TRNT, January. Turn. It's the tail end of January. Well, who are they trying to impress here? <laughs> just call it turned. Yeah, with no you, no vibe. I didn't know anything about this movie until approximately like one or two weeks ago when mm. we were in a January screening of something <laughs> and I saw this trailer exactly <laughs> one time. I've only once. seen it once. Wow. Once. And the only takeaway I got besides oh wow there's like lodge mistress millie on screen um <laughs> was that it seemed very dark visually dark yeah like very dark dark so i hope tonight's uh, auditorium has a, a good projector bulb well we're seeing it in the burbank eight and we're doing that so that we can recline as we take in this january dumping ground mm. but lodge mistress millie yes how does it feel knowing you have a doppelganger running around town 
It is interesting, I have to say, because, you know, as an actor, I think you, you want to feel like you're one of a kind. Of course. And you are. But, yes. you know, maybe maybe it's your way in. You never know. Millie, has anyone ever been like, hey, hey, look, it's... I know, right? I no, feel like you no. could just but walk down the street I, in Hollywood. I have had so many people say, oh my God, Millie, I swear to God, I thought you had made it. I, I thought you had made it. <laughs> you made and it. I was like... Like, uh, it's coming. It's I'm coming. close. I'm, I'm all around the bend. It must be odd to have people suddenly scream like, "Oh my God, it's you!" Wait, no, it really, it really is spooky. I mean, I I can't be any more unnerved by it. Almost. And this movie, know? this movie, like we've seen Terminator Dark Fate, and you know your your doppelgangers in that too. But this movie, she's styled like you. It's getting closer. <laughs> yeah. It's getting closer yeah, and closer. Yeah, of all of her films, I this is the one that I I would have loved. Pretty soon she's going to start following me on Instagram, and I'm going to be like, wait, what? Which way is this going? Which way is this turning? Um, we got Finn. <laughs> we got Finn Wolfhard. Everybody loves Finn. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's hip. He's super hip. Yeah. He's like the Jim Morrison of uh, streaming, like indie, indie rock <laughs> kid bands. The Jim Morrison of streaming. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have a tough time looking at him. Um, the other girls from the Florida Project. Okay, oh. I, I, I was doing a lot of research on this film because I was like, we got to say something. Yeah, so. why are you digging so, so she, deep? She's from the Florida Project. Who I do, is the like housekeeper? Uh, well, uh, Mackenzie Davis is like the nanny. She's the governess, but then she's there's the governess, like, yeah. Because in the you know turn of the screw, it was like there's like the housekeeper, right? She's the one that like mm. hires her. She's the older lady. That remains a mystery. We're gonna oh. have to find out. Okay. I do know. I do know the Rotten Tomatoes score and the cinema score. Yeah, I'm not we're not. We're not talking about any of that. Sound like yeah. a hot potato. We're one, not two. talking about any of that. Before this potato gets any hotter, let's get in there, <laughs> recline all the way back. Lucas, you're gonna, awake. you're gonna stay the fuck awake because it's 95 minutes. Oh yes, yes. that oh. is amazing. Two bones automatically, <laughs> and it's and it's and it's discount night. Discount night. Oh, didn't even think of that. Didn't even think of that. Oh man, I hope we have some riled. This up. is two and a half bones for discount night. <laughs> wow. I mean, they cannot go any lower than that. All right, yeah. so your base bones are starting at two. And it's a half. like I'm gonna be watching this movie tonight as if like I'm watching it with the movie stars sitting next oh, to me. Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> They're hugging. That's pure two and a half bones. It's the turnings game to lose at this point. Oh, love and light, y'all. Turn that screw. Oh, we got turnt, y'all. That whole damn theater got turnt. (laughs) Turnt and burnt. (laughs) But before we get into it. Fishy, what's that shot? From Rotten Tomatoes. More than 100 years, a deeply haunting tale has been passed down to terrify audiences. (laughs) Next February, 
DreamWorks Pictures. What? The turn. <laughs> How old is this thing? They gave up on it. DreamWorks Pictures, The Turning, takes us to a mysterious estate in the Maine countryside. Oh, it's Maine. Okay. Maine. Where newly appointed nanny Kate is charged with the care of two disturbed orphans, yeah, Flora and Miles. Quickly, though, she discovers that both the children and the house are harboring dark secrets and things may not be as they appear. Do they say quickly? Because I don't think that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do say quickly. <laughs> okay. So, uh, it, does this bear any resemblance to the source material or are we way off the reservation at this point? Yeah, I I mean I haven't read the source material, but I can tell you, yeah, it's, it felt authentic to it, like or, long and slow burn. Yeah, it felt it felt odd because they open with no uh, title card of the time period, but they have this this expository yes. contemporaneous newsflash. Yeah, five ninety four four. Excuse me, uh, I should know, but. Yeah, Kurt Cobain's suicide, death. We are in the 90s. We are this is a period, period piece, piece of the 90s. But why? What's, but what's odd is, yeah. yeah why? why? Because because everything else feels like it's from the 1800s still. So I was like. They wanted to wear like weird. combat boots. Yeah. They're chasing yeah. the Stranger Things it uh, train. But it's like you got to use the 90s a little more. I mean, just there, the were no, there was no cell phones, which is. Usually, I but feel... But they had payphones, and it's like, if you're going to have payphones, you might as well fucking have cell phones. I mean, what are we doing here? It felt very unnecessary to set it in 1994. Yeah. I think our Gen X director wanted to play some 90s music, and... And the she, kid she was, like, it. in a, his own band, and... Yeah, but still. It's like, go further with it. Yeah. yeah. Those, that should be the motto of the entire film. Go further with <laughs> yeah. it. Turn it harder, turning... <laughs> So it was discount night. It was in a big theater. Everybody came to play. It was a rascally theater. People were hyped for a scary film. There was a buzz. Film. There was definitely a buzz. Yeah. There's always a buzz on Tuesdays. You know what's funny? Here's what's funny. Maybe it was because I I, I vaped on the way in from the car. But, oh, it tasted but, so good but tonight, we, we Lucas. <laughs> Thank it's like you. blueberry. Brought, brought to you by Steezy. Blueberry sunrise or something. It but, tasted but this amazing. is what's amazing. It's like we were just talking about discount Tuesday night, right? So I knew it was discount Tuesday night. But then you know, I'm with my with my family, with my friends. Like I'm I'm distracted. I'm I'm <laughs> yeah. in the mall, and in malls, you know, got people. Oh yeah. And so when you get into the theater, you forget like it is discount Tuesday night until all of a sudden there's just like a throng of yes. people all around you, and you're like, oh shit, that's right. Like it's tonight. It's happening. Yeah, it's, like, it's tonight. It's happening. It's movie night. It's like going to movies in the old days. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. it. I love yeah. it. And this theater was hella quiet up to a point <laughs> up to a point but you could hear a pin drop throughout most of it which is rare for a horror movie on a discount night especially one that's rated pg-13 because you don't know who's gonna be at this movie so it begins we see beautiful millie my wife up there on the screen <laughs> it was such a surreal experience to be sitting hand in hand with you whilst watching you run around on screen there's a one point where she takes her pants off and she's walking around in her underwear. And I was zoned out by then. And, you know, <laughs> reality and fiction were blurring. And I thought to myself, just for a moment, oh, Millie, you, you took your pants off for this one, huh? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> but the lights were low. The lights. Oh, Lucas's fears came 
So true. This movie is Dark City. Oh my God. You, All can, natural, barely, you yeah. can barely see anything Very that's going real on. Very real moonlight. I don't know if it was the purely pr- the projector's fault. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't projecting as bright as it could have been, but shit was dark. Yeah. And some of the spooks were dark. Like, it's not fair to not show us what's going on or to not be able to even comprehend Mm -hmm. what is on the screen but this movie did it over and over and over how many spooks do you think Mackenzie davis had in this film total like so many like more than one spook i think there's probably at least 100 spooks i mean i definitely i definitely lost track (laughs) of the spooks um they're weightless spooks though the totally weightless was chopped up uh Mm -hmm. like there would be scenes where things would happen and then the very next scene something else would happen but you'd be asking yourself like wait a second isn't there like something that just happened? Like, are we this not? This is a very we, we oddly gonna... constructed film. Like, there were some shots that I saw, like when they're walking through the hedge maze, and the, you know we see a weird statue as we kind of dolly past it. There's like a moodier, better constructed movie in the footage somewhere, mm-hmm. but this thing's hacked mm-hmm. up with a fucking battle axe. Like, it's not finely crafted. Which hurts for a movie like this because you're just in a big house. It's a it's a big spooky house creep around film where you're just walking around corridors. How many of these have we seen? Yeah. yeah. And then when you get to the sort of meat of who the ghosts may be. Deep in the film. It's not even that interesting. No. Like, it's pretty silly. Oh, there's so much silliness. Yeah, this this, this I, I couldn't help but do a live rewrite when I was Uh-oh. Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! It actually started with with uh, what I call what I like to call now an instant recasting. Uh-oh. And not of the lead, not of the Lodge Mistress Millie. Nope, no, no, no. Keep she her was, in there. She was spot on. She was good. But it was the second most crucial role in the film, which I felt. You talking about Finn? No, no, no. Oh! The old lady. Okay. The housekeeper. The housekeeper okay. Who I, here's the thing. I was super confused because I was like, wait a minute. I thought. Millie was getting hired to be the governess, but they already have one. Right. I didn't understand. Like, I think this movie's big mistake was not setting up the job interview where we see her like, I need a job. Mm-hmm. She hears about the job. She goes to interview for the job. So the audience can kind of orient itself with like sure. who everyone, because all of a sudden she's like, I got a job and I got to go. And she which, like shows which, up. Yeah. Lucas and, is a staple of the other. Yeah. Others and so I'm kind of like, I'm confused. And I'm like, who is this old lady? And she she's, interviews with like the uncle. And the old lady is looks like a shrew taming the turning of the shrew or taming of the shrew like just this mousy like 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 <laughs> you're witchy, mixing you're mixing stories uh, I'm but sorry, okay. i'm sorry i'm uh, sorry like winston salem <laughs> witch going. trial uh crucible <laughs> goody proctor like who are you uh, gonna cast okay so when i was i was watching it i was thinking gosh we've seen this before we've seen this old uh-huh. kind of ornery sourpuss of an old lady <laughs> who's, who's a not friendly or helpful uh-huh. and it's just kind of boring and it kind of gets aggravating after a while and so i was like god you know who it should be mm. octavia spencer oh. like the mom character like super friendly like don't make me parent alone and and i just thought and when that <laughs> popped into my head i was like yeah and you know what as pretty and beautiful as this estate 
is, and it looked gorgeous with the sure. swans and the ponds and the koi fish. I thought, man, it could be like in New Orleans or or you know in Savannah, Georgia, like in the South by a cemetery, like Southern Gothic, and uh-huh. you got you got Octavia Switch Spencer as as the caretaker of this Ooh. plantation or property, and you have Millie coming in, the outsider, the audience surrogate who yeah. doesn't know the rituals and traditions, and you could it could be so much richer and layered, and there could be so many more things going on. And and with what they have here, it's it's yeah, old hat and kind of tired, and it's like we've kind of seen this, you know. Um, Ain't no kind of about it. Yeah. What about Finn Wolfhard? You oh. keep him he, in your he southern was too Gothic. Finn, he was too Wolfhard. He was too <laughs> too Wolfhard. Wolfhard, huh? Um. <laughs> oh, like Bisky, well, what do you think of this boy? There's got to be with both the kids. The little girl is not quite cast right because I really liked her in Florida Project but she, uh, she's just a natural little girl she's, she's so natural I, I, I agree yeah. she's she's supernatural and, but she's and a just, little she's, she's not a strong actor. she's a little feral yeah. which can work in her favor yeah you know? I thought she was all right but then but Finn just comes in you gotta have a little <laughs> period where where they're having a good time with with the nanny like sure. you gotta have just a little because Finn comes in he comes just in hot mean as hell Mm-hmm. And he stays there the entire time. Yeah. And, lodge and again, it's not fun. It's like, no. this is a fucking drag. Lodge yeah. When is she going to spank this little spoiled yeah. brat? I have a question for the lodge mistress. Bring it on. Is Finn Wolfhard sexy? You know, I have to say. That's a yes. He was young. He was young. <laughs> but I, of all the things, I kind of thought the weird, their weird sexual chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. This movie was is the like a, a most interesting thing in the film. Yeah. I mean, it was like a relationship of abuse, basically. It was it weird. Was straight up. It was, it was something interesting to watch. It was, it was new. It was different. It was interesting. And, but yet they could have gone further or he, something. He watches her while she sleeps. And he touches her face, and she wakes up, and he says, there was a spider on you. It was crawling towards your face. <laughs> and then you see a spider in his hand, and he crushes it. You should have ate it. It would have been so much sexier. I know, right? Or make her eat it. There's a lot of different ways you can go with this movie that would have been more interesting than what it was. But she is literally wandering around in the corridors mm. of this house for... 80, ten, 10 reels. 80% of <laughs> the movie. Ghosts fade in, ghosts fade out. They fade in and they fade oh, out. Man. Yeah. Like, jumps what? Jumps in time a little bit. She jumps into a pool and she jumps into a, a, lake. a lake. She's underwater twice and yeah. they're both kind of fake outs. And a tub, too. The, the, second one tub. the second one didn't work <laughs> as hard. Yeah, I was like, dude, we've been here already. And yeah. for some reason... Every time Millie gets into a dark room where she hears something amiss, she spins around. <laughs> she just spins around in the darkness and the camera flies all over the place and the sound design does all the work and nothing yeah. fucking happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a problem with Wolfhard's character being so hard because <laughs> like Millie's character didn't put him in his place or correct him or teach him about boundaries or, right. or, or like, you know, social, uh, graces. Yeah. Or contracts or whatever, where you just have to be respectful <laughs> and courteous. And like, she, she kind sort of, of tried, she kind of just took his abuse from start to finish. But she I, doesn't lock her and, fucking door. And then I was thinking like, Oh, well he'll get like a lesson taught to him. And no, no, there's no, lesson. I wanted, and Bishki's right. He starts like a prick and he ends like a prick. Bishki like, wanted Dude. to slap his face off. Well, I wanted, I wanted, uh, Mackenzie Davis to just 
snap on him. Just yeah, compl- yeah. And that never happened. The whole like, theater would have cheered. Yeah, if she would have yeah, just beaten just, him like a fucking rag doll. Yeah, yeah. Like and. <laughs> Both the kids, but mostly mostly Finn. <laughs> yeah. If they're going to do these sort of alternate things, then alternate endings, then there should be an ending where she just like... <laughs> I don't know. Especially Calls when, we, ha- and especially when yeah. we find out about like the, the sexual assault stuff. It's yeah, like, so let's you got to comment on that. Like, let's you have talk to address about, that fucking shit today. Let's talk about the thin ass that was the plot. That was problematic. She hears voices. There was a... What is she? Nanny? Yeah. There's a nanny before her that we see briefly at the beginning. In the cold open. Who mm-hmm. is trying to get away and she can't get away. And the kids are always like, yeah, she just left without saying goodbye. Millie, Millie's le- walking yeah. around in the hallways. She hearing, leaves behind a journal. She leaves behind a journal. Ooh, and she's walking journal around. The in, voiceover was a kiss of death for me. She's walking around the hallway. She hears voices, distressed female voice here and there throughout the movie. And the big reveal of the ghost story is that she was there and their riding instructor, Quint, which Quint. is which is a name that you should never give anyone in any movie after post, Jaws. Post Jaws because yeah, you can't. everyone, like or at least half your audience is probably thinking about that guy, right? I was. These days, who knows? That's true. But Quint was and they a, say, take a sip every time they say Quint in this movie. Oh, they say it so many times. <laughs> he evidently is a pervert. Who looks like Tom Savini. Who looks like Tom Savini mm-hmm. as a pirate of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> she finds a box of old Polaroids, one with like a bruised female ass. Yeah. That like, was so interesting. It was. I mean, they never explained it. It was, it was so like, PG-13. Wait, wait, wait a second. Was that her ass? Whose ass was that? It was as perverse was as bruised. a PG-13 movie oh. could get. Yeah. And she's horrified. Her horrification is getting ratcheted up throughout. She must have been exhausted <laughs> after shooting this. Movie. I was yeah. exhausted watching. I, I, yeah. But she gets the memo that Quint was taking <laughs> taking pictures of this poor woman while Polaroids. she slept. Polaroids. Because it's 94. And it says, like, you're sexy even when you're sleeping in really good handwriting. Way better <laughs> handwriting than Pirate Tom Savini should have had. But then she kind of hears a sexual assault but invisible like a ghost rape going on and i didn't even understand what happened in this scene she sees this bed kind of shaking by itself and then there's these weird like dissolving blurry images like a shower curtain with somebody under it i i don't i don't understand what i saw but it's Mm. the former nanny getting choked to death and then she looks up and sees Tom Savini on top of her. But they're doing all these weird blur dissolve effects that like are straight out of a 1994 music video, mm-hmm. but do not pass muster in 2000 motherfucking 20. Like we've been waiting this whole movie for some real meat and potato scares. And you're farting around with this stuff? I mean, that plot point's probably sticking closely to the source material because as I was watching it, and again, this goes back to my live rewrite, I kept thinking, oh, wow, so these kids are, like, born into wealth, into privilege, and, like, maybe the parents made a deal with the devil, and, like, the mm-hmm. devil came mm-hmm. to collect and, like, sure. killed them, and somehow mm-hmm. the dead parents are going to be tied into this or come back, and, like, they are never fucking mentioned. Yeah. It's exception just, of, like, yeah, they witnessed them die by the uh, gate outside the road, and it's, it's like, that's just it. just Quint. 
Yes, and, Quinn. I mean, didn't you think that the little girl was a ghost? But wait, wait, I'm sorry. Do we just think the parents died randomly? Like the parents' death was an accident? Like I don't yeah, understand. I, I don't understand. They like, never tied that. They ne- they- I, I thought it was going to be that the parents were ghosts. They got killed in the car wreck with the little girl. But the yeah, they, they mysteriously the they mysteriously set no. all this shit up. The girl stuck on the property. Yeah, the parents died mysteriously outside tragically. the gate. So many loose strings. And this movie just kind of wraps itself up. I I I'm still trying to relive what we went through here. She's playing flashlight tag. Mm-hmm. That was the moment where the entire theater started waking up. And the row in front of us just started straight up talking. Yeah, and she was a full conversation. It was room levels. But she was walking through this basement with a flashlight. There's mannequins everywhere, ready to provide false scares at the drop of a hat. And the row in front of us just started saying, no, nah, what's she doing? Oh, man, what is she doing? There was a guy behind me that started snoring. Like the entire theater came to life. During yeah, right before scene. it was great. Right before the flashlight scene, there was a guy behind me to the right that just went like cleared his throat or something. Where he's like, <laughs> there was some exasperation with the throat clear too, though, and he did it yes. again later. Yes. So the theater showed signs of life at this point, but I couldn't tell if they were like getting on board the the scare train yeah no i thought it was signs of boredom i think they were turning on it i think the, yeah, i think the turn had they started were definitely yeah. turning. so then she has a mom who's in a mental ward somewhere or something that's making all these prophetic you know weird paintings and you're kind of like oh is she inheriting this crazy from her mom and it was she always crazy and the house is normal or is it a combination of the two the movie doesn't give a shit and mm-hmm. it just dumps you. It just dumps <laughs> like, you like 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 leftover stew in a back alley that you feed to dogs. They dumped. I don't think I've seen a theater so unready for the credits. Oh my god. <laughs> no, no, honestly, I, the, the, I've seen this one time before and the, it made me literally think of this. This was in Chicago when upon its release in 2001. A little movie I like to call The Pledge, starring Jack Nicholson. Ooh, The Pledge. When that movie ended, people fucking wanted to burn the theater to the ground. (laughs) Was Jack Nicholson like going like talking to himself? I (laughs) I think I remember. I think I remember. I think I remember the shock ending of The Pledge. I think I do remember. Well, this discount night theater turned. It was the turning Mm -hmm. in reality when they turned so hard on this movie. The ending of this movie is like when you're standing on a street corner and a car drives by and they roll the window down and throw a huge bottle full of piss at you. It shatters at your feet and gets your brand new shoes like pee splattered. It hit most (laughs) of these people in the face though because they did not, nobody left. Like everyone's just like, what the fuck? The lights looking at each other. People were like, no, 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 this ain't the ending of the movie. The the lights unceremoniously come on, like really quick after the credits roll in this theater, and nobody moved, nobody budged. (laughs) They were just like, what the fuck? No, 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 what? This didn't make any sense. And there was that cool tracing of the hand and the kind of wallpaper and. That was interesting and interesting. During the credits, and the credits were rolling over a hand just moving across some wallpaper. So there, there was this dissonance between people like, well, the movie technically, <laughs> there's still images. And maybe there's some more information I'm supposed to glean. There'll be a little post-credit tag sequence. But, but yeah. then you could almost feel them realizing they didn't care enough. 
So it, it was just this collective blue ball frustration. Well, here's, I think, what they were trying to do, right? The because filmmakers? There's, yes, because okay. there's this whole history with this novel and, you know, with Shirley Jackson's Haunting of Hill House and with the yellow wallpaper. And it's this whole sort of history, right, of like, is she crazy or right. not? And in the whole in the book, The Turn of the Screw, if I remember correctly, which I may or may not, because it's been a long time. Un- untrustworthy narrator here. No. You never know if the kids are actually evil and bad or if, right. if she's the crazy one. Yeah. And I think that so that's what they're trying to do in this. But if but, but if your biggest scare fail. was fucking Tom Savini, blurry Tom Savini, Ooh. and Ooh. then you dump us off into an unsure ending. You're gonna get hurt. Yeah, that crowd's gonna, gonna turn. Because they tried to actually make it a narrative, I think, where it was like more clear, like, okay, there was this guy and he did kill this woman. And but it in the book it was much more nebulous. And so I, I don't saw know. a group of teens just huddled together, really workshopping it. Like really? almost almost like they were like a science fair team or something trying to work out a problem. And they were just distressed. I'd never seen such downtrodden <laughs> teens. Yeah, I mean because it, because they were just developed. They were. It was the the plot was sort of building to tense to to a point where it was like, okay, they really are ghosts. And yeah, let's something's get happening. Out, and she's going to get the boy on her side. And so we thought that was the end. And then it like dumps you into this other ending where she's like crazy, which was just so not satisfying. And then it dumps you into the alley with the with the dogs. Yeah, the yeah. dogs, chow, man. Wow. I mean <laughs> the title didn't lie. It done turned. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly when the audience lost it. I okay. just I just remembered because it was the first time people started snickering and tearing. Yeah. It's like her in the house, it's nighttime, something weird's happening, and then it just cuts <laughs> To her, like chasing Wolfhard on a oh, horse. God, that was intense. And Lucas. you don't, and you don't know if it's like a dream. That was an really, unfortunately really shot ha- horse chase. But yeah, yeah it, it would cut. It would cut from them like on, <laughs> on horses. That was bad. Where they they go to the insert of the close of Millie, oh, and she's clearly she on like a seat, a, a seesaw, <laughs> or like just yeah. like a pummel horse, like just stationary something. <laughs> yes. You know? But people just started laughing at that because no one can relate to well, that. Well, and they tried to pull off like double dreams. Yeah. yeah. Like you wake up and then dream. you're in another dream. They might have done a triple <laughs> dream at one point where she woke up after being underwater somewhere and then she has to run out and do the unfortunate horse chase. And then she wakes up again and sees a blurry woman in front of her dripping uh, ghost blood. But let me tell you what I did like. That photo of... Uh, the children and Quint. <laughs> oh God! There's a photo where you really get a good look where at it's him. Tom Savini's uh, Pirates oh. of the Caribbean. And they're so happy. Automaton. It is so funny. It's so something. Quint the brute. Let's go to these turning bones. Brother Lucas, you started at two and a half of Goodwill. <laughs> yes. Where did those go? You know what's crazy? The two and a half maintained for a good solid stretch of the first like 20 or 25, <laughs> you know, like, sure. where I was like, this this could maintain. This could even be bumped into a three. Like, Easy. Who, who knows? What? Who knows? Who knows? You were high on uh, Reese's Pieces. Yeah. Unfortunately, as it kind of like went on. <laughs> And it did go on. And it went on, yeah. It just, yeah, lacked a lot of tension and suspense. There was a great moment where 
we could just hear the loudness of your recliner motor going <laughs> further back. There was no score. It was just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it was a true. great commentary. That is definitely <laughs> true. And yeah, and then I was like, okay, this is gonna stay a solid two. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like, there's no way it's gonna go below a two because wow. it's too pretty, it's too mm-hmm. well made. Mm-hmm. You know, it 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 just has you know uh, some nice images of the swans and the yellow Volvo, and like I appreciate <laughs> that. Like that's that's effort. Like you're trying to create a frame. Like you're trying to actually you know make it look different or good but then yeah like that 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 leftover food slop dog out back alley ending literally almost took all the bones away it was like literally like it was like a poker game you know where you're about to take the chips and the guy's like not so fast the dogs wrestled the bones away yeah the dogs wrestled the bones away that's a that's a new one but luckily i was able to hang on to one of those bones i thought you were gonna woof hard on us oh no i mean look i can't because because millie's doppelgangers in it and like that that guarantees we gotta look out for her but i really wish this was uh modern Mm-hmm. In the South, yes, with with Ma, with yes. Octavia Spencer, not like her actual Ma character, sure. but like still this 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 caretaker with these kids. And I want Millie's doppelganger to to like figure out what's haunting her or them. And it's got to be the dead parents. And the dead parents died because maybe the dad was evil, and the mom tried to stop him as like a murder suicide, or maybe they were both evil, and the devil came to take their souls. Anything, I don't, I don't know, but it's got to be anything off but Quint, big time, because like. Yeah, I just feel like a movie that did this way better was um, The Frighteners uh, with Michael J. Fox. Um, But yeah, I give it one bone. One bone from Brother Lucas. Sister Millie the Doppelganger. You know, I mean, it's hard because there's a lot in it that I did like. You know, I... I like the sort of the the sprawling estate. You love a big old man. I love a mansion. I love a manor. I I like that sort of weird sexual tension. You like boring (laughs) shit too. I don't mind it when it's boring, um, as long as it's on a sprawling estate and there's you know ghosts afoot. Yeah, I just realized they could have done a Harold and Maude reboot with with Finn Wolfhard and uh, Millie's (laughs) doppelganger, you know, or with the older lady. Yeah, or with the older lady. And I did like that and that ending where she's like doing that sort of yellow wallpaper creep. I really during liked the credits. that during the credits. During the credits. During the credits with her gross hand and she's it was riveting to me. I thought I really enjoyed that. But mm. the problem I think is that if you're going to do this whole women woman madness thing, which mm-hmm. has been done so often and so well, and when it was done it was sort of exclusive to the time period, right? Because it's like women were treated as though they were crazy because Hysterical. they were actually human beings that were being repressed. Right. So it's like if you're going to do that and you're going to do it in the it's like <laughs> I need a better reason why you're gonna go mad other right. than like maybe your mother's mad like just deepen that a little bit you know or change the story completely and make it a straight up ghost story yeah because otherwise I find it to be boring and unsatisfying mm. um you know I mean I want to say two and a half but I feel like I always say two and a half and it, <laughs> it's not like as good as a lot of the two and a halfs I've said before all right so I'm gonna go too. Two. Have we actually described what the ending is to our listeners? I'm, I can't remember. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't like, even really know how to describe basically it. Basically, what happens is that the climax is the ghost is real. The ghost can make people fall over the railing down a flight of stairs and kill them. <laughs> the spectral spirit is tangible. We got to get out of here. And yeah. so she's scooping up the kids, trying to get out of the estate. Yeah. And then we 
flash back all of a sudden to a, a previous scene we've already seen. To her where, mom's where, painting. Where her mom sends her like a charcoal drawing, but it's already been opened. And long story short, it's she inferred. Sees, it's she in, sees the taillights of her escape in the painting. So we've looped back. Kind of Rorschach right. style, yeah. So it's inferred, at least the way I inferred it, is it's like the others, except the kids aren't dead. It's, right. She's crazy. It's not her mom. It's her that's in this mental hospital, right? Yeah. Like, like, like Shutter Island or no? That swimming pool was an annihilation. And then it just cuts to the credits. It just like cuts to the credits when Millie's doppelganger like is in a dream space or at the asylum. Or is it creeping up behind her mother who's hunched over? What's real? But when the person turns around, we just see her reaction and she's like horrified because it's probably her question mark. That's what pissed the audience off the most is that we didn't see. (laughs) But they didn't want to see her look at herself either. Because that probably didn't work. There was no way to win. It wasn't mysterious. It was muddled. It was muddled. Uh, Brother Bishke, don't let these harsh words change your bone count. You might have loved this one. I was with it. No. um, no, (laughs) You were excited about it. I was. uh, No, I'm kidding. I'm not. (laughs) Let me give you the final. uh, Yes. What I was not able to reveal in the opening. The final turn. The final turn is that this has 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. 15. No, that's not the most surprising. 13% from the audience score and an F cinema score. An F. I was going to ask about the cinema score because I was like, I bet this is an F. This has got to be an F. F's are reserved for mother. Wow. And this. Wow. Yeah. No, literally, Man. I think there's like four F's in the entire history of Cinema Score. You like, have to work hard. Yeah. You have to really piss off any wow. goodwill that you've built up. F. Yes. F. And, and 13. Was, one three from the audience. That's, that's so low. Dude, that is insane. Yeah. I wasn't, uh, I was kind of, I was with the audience at the end. Um, <laughs> you ready to rage? Even though I was surprised. Uh, kind of amazed that I'd witnessed an ending that abrupt. Yes. But, yeah, it was abrupt. But um, it's I, memorably I want to give full Finn Wolfhard a hard woof, <laughs> but it was competently <laughs> shot throughout, Yeah, despite the story and over a hundred spooks that we saw Mackenzie Davis uh, give in under uh, under 90 minutes, or 90, 90 or so minutes. So I'm going to give it the Roger Ebert Memorial Oh yeah, that's sounding pretty good to me. You know what? I I hadn't thought of the Roger Ebert Memorial Half Bone, but that feels right. Because there there's no way if if I'm gonna dip into the Old Testament bone count structure, there's no way I'm gonna recommend this to anyone. Who the hell am I gonna recommend this <laughs> you to? You recommend it to me? I'd recommend it to you because you're in it, and I want you to <laughs> I want you to gaze upon yourself, but. Like, you're pranking people by setting them up for that ending. Like, Look, here's the thing. If you have your killer... The bridge sexually, is out. Sexually ahead. assault a poor innocent victim, then you got to exercise the demon or you got to, like, somehow not give it justice, but, like, you just can't show a bunch of, like, sexual violence and be like, yeah, that, that not even, like, address it. Or I don't know. There's just, I don't know. It's just it's odd to throw I that out there and this. then not yeah. even go near it. It's yeah, not, you're right. It's not yeah. made right. They didn't do it right. <laughs> so You didn't bury him right. You didn't bury him right. Poor Mackenzie Davis doesn't get revenge at all. She's just passively She spooking. just gets spooked through the whole thing. Yeah, her hair just gets more and more frayed. I think yeah. I give it half a bone just because of that strange feeling I got holding my wife's hand and seeing her up there on the screen. It was a tingle-inducing feeling. And 
just the entertainment value of the crowd turning on the oh, turning. Oh, man. Like, that's worth half of a half of a bone. Oh. <laughs> But yeah. this this movie is being dumped in January for a reason. It's yeah. kind of shocking to me because DreamWorks, Holly Barrio is one of the co-producers on this, is like they're very smart people. Like they're intellectually smart. They're like Ivy League, edgy. I mean, like yeah, well, they, how do you botch it this it's hard? It's an adaptation of uh, Henry like, James. This hard. I think like, that they. I think that it was like I don't know. I mean, so many of those shots were reminiscent of like the haunting of Hill house with those statues mm-hmm. and the sort of wallpaper at the end. I, I feel like they were sort of saying it's this sort of treatise on women and, and madness, but it, it just didn't work. It was just all off. And I mean, there's no real salad dragon scene, which is also kind of the horses. The, cut ho- to the, horses, the horse. Right? Yeah. With Finn Wolfhard and his riding outfit. With the horse little... scene. And then the ending, I think the this, credits are the salad. The dragon. credits are the like, salad. You dragon. can't, you can't, Pull the rug out from someone like it's that amazing. Hard, it's amazing. <laughs> I thought the salad dragon was when we saw the the photo of Quinn and it was Tom Savini's fucking <laughs> automatons <laughs> grinning back at us, looking all swarthy. There's and- a lot of doppelganger green going on, but <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. We can't really recommend this. I think I think the best way to see this is to hear Watch us the trailer or just to hear us oh. talk about it. Like you don't need to go further than that. The horse scene's pretty funny, though. But I'm glad we went, guys. We need to do more uh, discount nights. That's yeah, the way yeah, to yeah. see. Yeah. Discount night for genre films like action yes, or comedy. Especially, especially. Dramas we can do anytime, really. Dramas but, are but, evergreen. But the genre ones, it's like you just add a little bit of gas to the fire. It you just do. burns hotter. I mm. love it. I love it. And I love hearing the snores that pop off, too, when, <laughs> when things get slow. Thanks for being on, Lodge Mistress Millie. Oh, yeah. It's great seeing you in stereo. We're in the doldrums, folks. We're in the junk season. The dregs. <laughs> <laughs> but stick with us. Stay strong, because uh, there could be diamonds in that rough. Love and light, everybody. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I like that. Ooh. Is it my turn to wish you were lying I didn't dream you when I'm not sleeping Is it my turn to fictionize my world Or even imagine your emotions Tell myself anything Spectral spirit is tangible. We got to get out of here.